Hey, Isaac here. And me. Yeah, that's John from, uh, well, you clicked on the show. And we are wanting to hear from you, the listener. We got an email. That we do. And we want to hear from you. Yes, you. Have you ever been abducted by UFOs on a Kentucky back road? Stare at a t-shirt wearing Bigfoot in the eyes? Or shoot the Willopus Wallopus in the face? We want to hear about it. Let's confabulate on your theories. So email us at rumorsconfab at gmail.com to get your input in the show. And y'all check out that Instagram thing. Yeah, that too. And again, that is rumorsconfab at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Peace. Also, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Rumors and confabulation. Isaac speaking. John is with me. Hello. We are RNC. <laughs> the RNC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the RNC. So I know I did not mean for this to happen whatsoever, but I have stumbled into a trilogy of sorts. Oh. The Willopus Wallopus. I'm not done with the mystery of the Willopus Wallopus, because what I'm going to do right now is send out two different contenders for what may be the Willopus Wallopus, or might be an extension of the Willopus Wallopus. Again, I still think it might be the Spotsville Monster, but the question remains. So this episode is almost, um, let's call this the origin story, potentially. And just bear with me, because we're going to talk about, talk about today a man named... Ben Allen. Ben Allen. And his wife, Sue Allen. Okay. So I'm just going to get right into it. Ben and Sue Allen are Nashville um, socialites, if you will. Okay. Wait, did I say that right? Like, so- socialites. I, yeah, <laughs> socialites. Yeah, yeah you, you were socialites, but uh, so, so, are you talking like- It makes them sound like uh, sociopaths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah you, were going, you were going for that. It's uh, C-I- a, not C-I-O. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> socialites. There you go. There you go. Uh, like, yes. aristocrat or, like, just, just like, yuppie. They are Nashville, the Nashville elite. Oh, okay, okay. And we are talking the Nashville elite in the 1870s. Now, recall, if you will, that the Willopus Wallopus started having um, a huge increase in sightings around 1884. That's when all the newspapers started writing about the Willopus Wallopus was 1884. So now we're talking the 1870s, so right before the sightings of the Wallopus. Now, Ben Allen, born 1855 in New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. He is born from money. He is a silver spoon-fed little boy. All right. (laughs) He is the definition of 1800s um, trust fund baby. <laughs> Did they even have trust funds back then, or is it the... I don't think so, but you get what. I, I understand what you're saying, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing with Ben Allen, who some call elegant, that is literally a... <laughs> I'll just read you this headline. It comes to us from um, the Tennessean. Elegant Ben Allen, Nashville's mystic. Okay. Yeah. 
He's not just an elite. He's a mystic. Now, I want to read this kind of opening here on this article. On any Halloween night in the early 1900s, Nashville children would have been terrified at the thought of passing the tall brick home of the town's great mystic, the elegant Ben Allen. I don't know why they keep calling him elegant. That is a very specific word. Yeah, that doesn't. It's not like the same as dapper or like. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he was kind of a dandy. I don't know, but elegant seems like that, but without the frilliness of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess he just carried himself in a very, I mean, for lack of better. Well, words, I mean, you said he's way. coming from New Orleans. Maybe the 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 that French aspect of it or something. You said that very interestingly. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Kind of, whatever. You've kind of put the emphasis on the leans. You kind of went New Orleans. Yeah, okay, fine. Where I would go with just New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah, that works better, yeah. But then again, I also have a tendency to just kind of slur my words out there. I was going to say, mean, I like, can't say nothing. I mumble. It is Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, for Alan, as everybody knew, was in touch with the spirit world. He could hypnotize people who didn't even know they were being hypnotized, which... Does that qualify as hypnotization? He conducted late-night seances with a chosen few in the darkness of his high ceilings dining room. You know, those terrifying dining rooms. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them, you know, I'm talking like, like them chandeliers and whatnot and being like, oh... I did just watch the live-action Beauty of the Beast a few days ago, so maybe that's just, like, clouding my judgment, but... <laughs> I have not seen that, but I do think I get the gist of what you, that big, again, elegant yeah. hall. <laughs> yeah, I guess with like only like they said, actually, these seances, uh, and this isn't a direct quote or anything, but these seances would happen at, in complete darkness. The only light that was visible to anyone was a light in the hallway. They would leave a candle in the hallway. Okay, so yeah, then that probably is creepy and shit. Like, there was a bunch yeah, of brass. in and- the room. At these seances, tables, quote-unquote, danced, untouched chairs moved, some unseen thing arrived in a rush of wind and grabbed at the feet and legs of those participating in the seances. And now, John, I will tell you the thing that we're really talking about today is the thing. The thing. The thing. That is all it is ever referred to as, is the quote-unquote, the thing. Okay. Every single time. And that is what we're talking about today. Because I'm going to deposit the idea that the thing either has direct correlation with or is, in fact, the Willopus Wallopus. I'm having a hard time seeing how, is the Willopus Wallopus that stealthy? Or I guess if it's cat-based, it is stealthy. I want to, again, remind you, John. The Willopus Wallopus, according to one guy, completely disappeared into a cloud of mist. Okay, so. That guy that told the talk to the newspaper? Mm-hmm. He said he swung at it with an axe, and it completely just dissipated into this mist, and then the mist just rushed forward through the streets. Remember that as we talk about the thing, because really, my entire theory hinges upon that one idea. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Actually, there is one other thing, because sometimes the thing was described as a large cat. Okay. So again, if you believe that the Willopus Wallopus is a wampus cat. 
Okay, I see where you're going. How to catch grab? <laughs> you said it was grabbing their legs. <laughs> oh, I guess cats do grab when they do like okay, so <laughs> go on. <they> grab? <laughs> I'm 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 getting too locked up in the physics of this been like how to catch But got- that is the reason it's described as a cat actually is based on physical touch. Because the people that would feel it like especially rubbing up against their leg they felt what they would describe as like the same kind of sensation or like, you know, feeling when it would hit their feet, everything as like a large cat. Now, other people, other people described it as a just unseen hand, which to me is much creepier. Yeah. All in all, that's kind of what it's described as. Like, those are the two things, either a cat or a hand. Or a cat with hands, which is terrifying. (gasps) I just realized we had this conversation. We did. Last time with Willopus Wallopus, the Willopus Wallopus, remember the size and the weight of its prints, that it had big square prints, and that its fingers were kind of stubby and didn't... Remember that? Yeah. It had its... Did not even realize Oh, because I remember I said it was like a four by four with baby fingers sticking up. Exactly, because yes. it had baby fingers. They yeah. said it reminded... The tracks looked like baby fingers okay, with big okay. square hands. The thing. No one said if it was felt like a baby touching them, but <laughs> maybe so. Now, the thing. It is completely a Ben Allen thing. Yeah. People completely believed. And now, one article that I found actually even said that for a time, this story completely trumped the Bell Witch story in Middle Tennessee. Which, the Bell Witch, if any listener doesn't know the Bell Witch, it's a huge story in the South, and not just the South, but all across the country. Like, it's one of the bigger and more infamous pure hauntings of, like, a malevolent spirit that we have. Well, it's, it's much more newspaper-worthy and, like... Right. Yeah. And because there's a definite site that you can go to. It always yes. helps when you have a definite site that you can go to. And you have that. But here with the thing... Therefore, a time was that definite site, and it was right in the heart of Nashville. We are talking right at 125 8th Avenue, which is just south of Broadway. Okay. Which is like right next to Bridgestone Arena currently. It's right next to the Ryman. Um, it's right next to like the AT&T building, the big Batman looking building that's here. There, It's right in the heart of everything. But right now, it is a parking lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so actually, um, there you go, John. There's a picture of not only the house, but also the man, Ben Allen. I saw the house first and was like, oh, creepy. And then I saw the man and I was like, even more creepy. Right. Looks like fucking uh, the dude that almost like the dude that ran Germany before the First World War, whatever his name was. <laughs> that was like my first thought was just like a creepy occult version of him. <laughs> well, um, I guess similar time frame. Yeah. <laughs> now, what he is wearing in that picture is something that also is very important to Ben Allen as a person. That's the getup, the swag of a Freemason. Uh... He is a Freemason. He is an integral part of the Freemasonry in Nashville. Which, by the way, okay, so I got to back up here and just talk personally. I was I stayed for a little bit um, in an Airbnb in East Nashville. Okay. Okay. And right by it, like as I would drive every single time when I would drive out, I would see this big 
Masonic Lodge, and it would have these. T- it had these two big, huge like lions on either side of like, and it's just right on this sidewalk, which is now becoming more of like a popular street because East Nashville is a very trendy area of Nashville now. But it at mm-hmm. one time, was not a trendy area at all. But it's just right on the road, like right up on it. But it had like two big lion statues out front of it. Yeah, it has two huge lion statues that are like there's a sidewalk, the road, and then like right to the right, you're just walking. And all of a sudden, there's a huge lion statue, and then the stairs, and then another lion statue. And it's like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and it looks just like a you know nice like stone lodge, like it's a temple. It's a temple. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. It's a temple, big columns, yeah. everything. So I was of course fascinated, and I found out it's the Corinthian Lodge. Of Nashville, Tennessee, which has its own website. Actually, about these websites, because I also looked up the Grand Lodge of Ten- of Tennessee, which is also in Nashville. Actually, that one's closer to downtown. Yep, I'm looking at the the Freemasonry. Now you're on the website, so tell me if you agree. These mystics just don't know how to do things with the internet. No, no. I mean, <laughs> mystics yeah, are like... just not good with the internet, which is odd. I feel like they could should be able to grasp the concepts of the internet. Like, why does it look so ugly and bad? Well, I mean, it's a WordPress website. There's so nothing on them, but it's also weird, like on the little uh, scrolly thing uh, to, where you would normally click on the pictures to go left and right. The left arrow is a four and the right arrow is a five. I don't know if they intentionally <laughs> did that or they're just being weird. <laughs> and I'm, I don't want to malign the Freemasons. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is a Confederate general that was on one of the pictures. Well, the Andrew statue, Jackson but... was a grandmaster. Oh, okay. I have to put that out there. Which they do. They were calling them grandmasters. Which is it's like they got all these different pictures, and like every one of these says Corinthian Lodge number eight, free yeah, and accepted eight. Masons. Yeah. Now, the Freemasons are. Wait. Oh, by the way, I do. Sorry. They're going back to the website. It, you know what it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, I don't think I ever sent you a link to check it out, but it reminds me of Soulcraft. Remember the William Dudley Pelly? What he started to believe in it when he was in jail? Uh-huh. Like his new form of mysticism that was, you know, he tried not to be racist and stuff. Or he was yeah. really actually just politically not allowed to be anymore. <laughs> um, It reminds me I of just, that website, which is not yeah. good. I also, the, the Vin about Haven. Us. Sorry, I'm sorry. Vin Haven. It reminds me of the Vin Haven one, too. There you go. And I'm clicked on the About Us and the Officers, and like all these names, I'm like, okay, they sound like whatever. And then one of them is Mark Bryan, 100% Cotton. <laughs> slash JD, whatever JD is. And then the, the little thing says, bio's coming soon, and all the bios look like they're written in Latin. Lorem ipsum dolores et emit ut Yeah, this is like... Uh, don't stop. You might be summoning the thing. <laughs> yep. 100% cotton. Wow. Okay. That was... <laughs> so now, back to Ben Allen as a man. He was described as being kind. Yeah. Um, he was also described as being simple, which, excuse me, how can you be elegant and simple? I mean, I guess you could be elegant with like a simple touch. I guess you can be. But this guy is not simple. He's holding seances. He's summoning demons. He's not simple. I mean, come on. Maybe, maybe, maybe instead of thinking of simple as in like simple-minded or whatever today's term of simple is like I think they mean un- like fashion. Un- he's not or like uncomplicated. Of course, he looks like a very complicated individual. That's so what I'm does saying. Not- and here's one of his big hobbies, aside from seances, was jewelry. Yeah, that simple does not match up. Seances <laughs> and jewelry and Freemasonry. There's nothing simple about Ben Allen. 
or if if they called him simple, it's like how, how what were his friends like then? <laughs> Which that's the, then the next thing that says is that he chose very few people to be his friends or even acquaintances. He was described as always being cool. <laughs> now I love this sentence. I have to have a direct quote here. He impressed them also as enjoying his reputation as mogul of the esoteric. <laughs> mogul of the no mogul of the esoteric. I think Edgar Casey would have a fight with him if he was a little. <laughs> well, at the same time, he is just yeah. He's right before he's like twenty years before Edgar Casey. Uh huh. It leads me to a good point, one that I need to make right now, and that is that another part that connects all of this together. One twenty-five Eighth Avenue, John. Would you please? Are you still on the map? No, I can pull it back up real quick. Pull it back up for me. I'm about to blow your brain. Street. Now, I'm glad I have my VPN on, but now I have the Corinthian Lodge in my... They might come after you. They might come after me. Just don't put it in the bio of this episode so it's searchable and then you'll be okay. All right, I got it pulled up. Okay, so what I want you to do now is to look up from... And keep in mind that location right there. Now look up the Union Station in Nashville, Tennessee. Union Station? Yes. I say Union Station Hotel, which is... Click on that. That's it. Wow. You see how close it is? Uh-huh. The Union Station Hotel used to be the Union Station Rail Line. That was the hub of all of the L and N Louisville to Nashville Railway. The same one that keeps haunting me. The inside of this place is old-timey and creepy. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Any it's, be- Union it's beautiful, Station, but yeah. Any Union yeah. St- old Union Station is going to be Awesome. The one in Denver, I've been to it. They have a hotel now as well. It's beautiful. It's imposing. It's amazing. And typically, downtown was going to be built just like either in front of the Union Station or behind the Union Station, which Broadway, Mm -hmm. most of the biggest part of Broadway is just right behind the Union Station in Nashville. So, again, though, I want to tell you that there's something going on that railway they unearth some sort of something because there is a direct line from where the thing and where the willipus wallopus is right to edgar casey there's a direct line then to the spotsville monster there's yeah i don't need to go back over this <laughs> sorry no you're good though i get you okay so let's continue Ben Allen was um, quoted as being unable to stand routine or restraint, and thus he did not finish college. Instead, he, quote, pursued his own interests. Whatever he took up, he studied so thoroughly that the usual terms of fattest, sorry, I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was sitting there watching your eyes and going like, what's going to (laughs) happen? It gets a little controversial, this article. Oriental philosophy, astrology, and the history of art. How terrible were some of his studies. And he collected coins, first editions. What a freak. Finally bound <laughs> books and paintings and was looked up to as an authority on these subjects. This just thought, uh, this thought just crossed my brain. <laughs> Have you ever, are you familiar with the show Frasier? <laughs> No. <laughs> For all you listeners out there, Ben Allen is just the crane boys who, pract- if they dabbled in the art, the dark arts. Uh, I'm sorry, that just is funny. You're good. <laughs> so Ben Allen, now one thing about him, he had a wife. His wife's name okay. is Sue Allen. Now Sue Allen was like the complete opposite of Ben Allen, where she was gregarious, is uh, what one 
article I saw actually quoted her as being, she was the pure, like, socialite of the two of them. Like, Ben Allen was not very good at the, quote, game, I suppose. Except Mm -hmm. he became good at it because she was so good at it that then Ben Allen could be the strangest man in the room and everybody would just think he's cool rather than bizarre. Ah, okay. So, I get you. So, he was able to be like this total mystic within this elite circle. He's able to be the Nashville Rasputin for a minute. Nashville Rasputin. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the other very interesting thing. Very interesting thing. Because, yeah, he's not like Edgar Casey. He actually sometimes would not be home when the seances occurred. Sue Allen handled most of the actual seances. So she, she, she did, he, he did the research. She did the legwork. Yeah. Then. Kind of. Which actually, now that I think about it, putting on my dubious cap, Makes me wonder if Ben Allen's like made a show of being like, I'm going out to the to town, honey. And then he would just like sneak under the table and start grabbing people's legs. I could see him in that full regalia from that picture crawling up under it, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see it too, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's more fun to think that the thing's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Now, when asked to explain his skill in the supernatural, Ben Allen would reply quietly and briefly that it was just a natural force, like electricity, that one learned to use. But to many of his best friends, it was unwholesome black magic and a possible contributor to a good and brilliant man's breakdown. Because Ben Allen had a breakdown. I had to fight when you said breakdown and not just be like, da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. <laughs> just, just throw in some generic, like, <laughs> metalcore when you, when you do that, when you edit. Throw in yeah. some. <laughs> when the breakdown was, man, that was king. Yeah. <laughs> now, but I, now, now I'm just picturing he just stole a bunch of her furs and he was crawling around under the table, Ben, like, oh. <laughs> He might have, but <laughs> that woman had furs. I'm just saying, <laughs> she definitely did. She definitely did. She's not a tapita code for sure. Okay. They would do many seances, and most of Sue Allen's seances, if I'm interpreting everything correctly, most of Sue Allen's seances were um, more of the line like, "Let's talk to a dead relative." Yeah, like everything else was right there after the Civil War. Also, to clarify, you said many seances. M-A-N-Y seances or M-I-N-I seances? M-A-N-Y. Okay, so multiple, multiple. Okay, I was thinking, I was like... They did seances like once a week for years. Okay, okay. (laughs) Once a week. I mean, this was like a serious practice. Like they... Ben Allen... his seances, see, that's the deal, is that Ben Allen's seances were much more in line with the, um, where some of even people that would say he's their friend would say he's dealing in black magic. <laughs> ben Allen, again, he would hypnotize people. They said But they weren't, article, they weren't, they weren't aware they were being hypnotized, though. Right. He said that. This <laughs> article says that he's so good at being a hypnotist, he can mesmerize people and have his own game. That's literally what it says. A mind reader. Game. Now here's here's now this you'll like. A mind reader at a local theater was one of his victims. 
A young man employed at the Tulane Hotel was such an easy subject for Allen's power that he left Nashville to escape from it. <laughs> what? So Ben Allen, for some reason, was just going after this poor... I mean, he's a young man who just worked at a hotel. How... I, I, <laughs> was he like a traveling performer, or was he a Nashville, like... Station, like, was he stationed in Nashville type of well, thing? Well, see, that's the thing. There's two different people here, actually. This article is just on a crash course. See, I had made the same mistake. There is a mind reader at a local theater was one of his victims. That's all that said about it. Throw that in the trash now. Now, there's also a young man employed at the Tulane Hotel who was so affected by Ben Allen. Two separate victims. Oh, okay. I thought it was now, the same person. Now, another quote. Sick people who could be quieted no other way and several surgical patients who could not take anesthetics were put to sleep by Alan's power of suggestion. So I guess he did do good uh -huh. every so often. He helped his community every so often by helping the sick. Here, actually, I, miss, I, I misspoke. I, I need to back up. I misspoke. I said that it happened once a week. It happened two to three times a week, the seances. Two ah, to three times okay. a week. Now, they had regulars. Typically, it'd be like the same crew every week or like a rotating door of like the same kind of people. But every yeah. so often, other people you know, would be drifted on into this little seance club. And some of them who attended more than once would go home and be, quote, too scared to sleep. Ooh, I guess that's the equivalent of watching a horror movie now. I mean, <laughs> if you haven't like been around that stuff or whatever, it might spook you out a little bit. Well, yeah. And remember, though, this is happening like in the 1870s. So this is happening actually right around yeah, Edgar Casey's birth. But also um, this is happening right around the same, same time as like so actually after those Stratford knockings that we talked about um, last yeah. Halloween. Remember the with the Andrew Jackson Davis? This is yeah. Yeah, after, well after this is 20 years after that. Um, there's a lot of mysticism that's already has, it, this is kind of the second wave of the mysticism. Well, also, if it, depending if it's, depending on who's in it, I mean, they were also doing a lot of laudanum and stuff like that at this time, so, like, they could probably weren't completely sober. Oh, I'm sure. Ben Allen does not so. strike me as the totally sober type. No. I'm sure, though, he would be like, I do not drink, <laughs> but then he's snorting something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to quote again. Strangely enough, when fingers were locked around the table, it was the practical, extroverted Miss Sue who was the medium or the sensitive. It was for her that the spirits had their messages. It was for her that the thing appeared. Ah. It was actually Sue Allen. It was not Ben Allen. Okay. So when the thing appeared, a rush of wind would rustle through the house. Um... I love this quote. Ladies' voluminous petticoats usually announce the <laughs> arrival of the thing. <laughs> so it's stirring up their dresses. <laughs> and sometimes, actually, so I know I said, again, it's a hand or a cat, but also sometimes it's described as being an arm without a hand or a finger of any kind. It's just an arm. So it's a stub. Yeah. <laughs> it's just rubbing up on you. Which, again, could be Ben Allen with some sort of, like, 
something over I, his hand. I think it's just Ben Allen in a fur. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> but most do say it's like a large cat. He also would unbutton high button shoes. The thing would. It's kind of a rapscallion, the thing. Wow. It would rattle silver and china. And uh, there were other phenomena, apparently, that were attributed to it. I don't know why they don't want to tell us, but these yeah. every single, that's all I ever saw. All these newspaper articles I found was always like, it did other things. Like, okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what else did it do? <laughs> now, the big table, though, the dining table, would rise... And it would push people around the room. So if Ben Allen were the culprit, he's pretty tough. He's pretty strong. Uh-huh. And it, now, and not, now this definitely has got to be Ben Allen. <laughs> An occasional putrid odor would necessitate circle breaking and window opening. <laughs> oh, Ben's under the table again. He's yeah. He's either gotta been drinking something and just fucking around, or he, I don't even. <laughs> so one night, a noise happened at the seance. The noise sounded like the furnace was just blowing up. What it actually was was the Buddha toppling. And now the Buddha, you're asking, where's the uh, a Buddha? Who's the Buddha? Where's the Buddha? When did the Buddha come in? <laughs> Then Allen, his prized possession, was a Buddha statue. And it's actually in that picture that I sent you. I was going to say, the picture makes a little bit more sense now. Yeah. yeah, the Buddha statue. That is his prized possession. He apparently got it from some traveling mystic. Remember, which again, what a time to be alive when you could just do lecture circuits talking absolute nonsense. I mean, what a good time that was. I mean, it was the beginning of science and everything else, and so nothing had been around to be disproved, really, yet, so... There is enough things. <laughs> there was some context. I know, but it, knowledge wasn't <laughs> widespread enough at that point to be... Yeah, and hey, maybe I'm just being an old curmudgeon, and again, it's more fun, as I've said many times, it's more fun to believe it's true. But he met a traveling mystic who spoke in Nashville, and after speaking... They actually, Mr. Ben Allen, he had a booth up top, you know, like a Lincoln booth. And he was pointed out of the whole crowd by this traveling mystic as being like a man that impressed him. He sought, the traveling mystic sought Ben Allen out after the show just to say, I have a gift for you. You need to take this. I saw you in the crowd tonight up in your balcony seat. And I said that is a man worthy. And Ben Allen said, no, I cannot accept this gift. I cannot. And he left. He said, no, I cannot. And left. Well, one day, a package was left on the doorstep of Mr. Ben Allen with a little knock on the door. Ben Allen was able to open the door fast enough to see a turbaned head running down the street because the traveling (laughs) mystic wore a turban. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so he opened the package and voila, the Buddha statue. And ever ever after, from that point on, the Buddha statue was Ben Allen's prized possession. So, yeah. Oh, okay. 
And I'm sorry, John. I tried to get, find some spooky story, and this is what I came out with. I'm sorry. I was no. I'm digging this. It's just I'm, <laughs> a lot of information to take in. I was trying to find something spooky, and I found the thing, and it's like blood curdling stories of Tennessee, and then it's this. You just got the goof wad. It, I, I'm still going. He's just wearing his wife's <laughs> furs and uh, running around and being. Now I will say though. Now this article here. Right here, nearly every night, some skeptic, me, who thought it all, quote, rubbish, would turn on the light in the room, in the dining room, hoping uh-huh. to catch one of the party under the table or making the noises. But this never happened. No one was ever caught in the act. Indeed, the thing took a special fancy to some of these doubters. And now I guess this is where the thing gets menacing. The thing followed one of these doubters to his summer home and pulled off the bed covers several nights until he left the home. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So the thing's just like, how about them apples, huh? You don't think I'm real? Huh? Huh? That's a very specific and very annoying thing to be doing to somebody. <laughs> so I'm just picturing right now, this night, he's at his summer home. It doesn't say where it is. Let's just say it's in Florida. No, let's act- well, actually, it's summer home. So, no, let's say he's in New York. Yeah. He's in New York. He gets in bed. He's kind of like, I feel a little off today. Like, something's been following me all day. Ah, it's okay. He rests his head. He looks down and there's a cat grabbing the bed sheets and ripping them off the bed. (laughs) And then when the cat left, it came back the next night and the next night. (laughs) What else did it do? Why is that the most noteworthy thing that it did? You don't talk about like, how did it appear? It it has to have done something else. Also, that's a long way for it to find me. Which, though, that supports my idea that it's the Willopus Wallopus, because as I established last time, the Willopus Wallopus is known to travel. Yes, it likes Tennessee in this area, but it does travel. And it does have a kind of petty side to it, the Willopus Wallopus does. Again, sorry to get sidetracked. This, this sentence is making me laugh. After one of the circle had died, one of the circles had died, and... So one of the people that yes, intended well, that's what it is. One of the people that attended had died. So I'm sorry. His widow wanted his spirit called up. All he would say was his spirit. I see that my friend Mrs. Allen is chewing gum. <laughs> he had detested gum. <laughs> wow. Another spirit seized a young man by the shoulders one night and. I guess the host said, Sue Allen said, he looks like you about 40 years from now, and his expression is very sad. The, uh, that young man had evil days upon himself a decade later. Again, no explanation as to what happened. A decade later? That could be anything. Why do you think this moment is what brought you your misfortune 10 years later? These people need something better to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into a lot because a lot's made then of the Buddha for some reason. The Buddha, it was a Persian mystic, by the way. I just got to put that out there. A Persian mystic. Leave the Buddha out of it then. (laughs) Now, the thing, though, that happened, because remember I said that Ben Allen, he had a breakdown. 
Ben Allen died at the age of 55. So quite young. Yeah, even for back then, that's yeah. kind of, yeah. And at 55, it was only the early, it was the early 1900s by that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, he had a, a breakdown. And the only thing, the official medical diagnosis for what he died, like his official cause of death is, quote, brain fever. He must have been trying some, like, spacey southwestern drugs or something, and it just fizzled him out early. I just and got man, a shipment of peyote, man. <laughs> or, like, some kind of, yeah. He, he, yeah. He's, he's got to be on something. Or, like, living such a furious dark arts lifestyle. Or there was just a gas leak in his home, and he was just breathing in too much methane and carbon monoxide. I don't know. <laughs> Radon poisoning or something. Well, I have to tell you about, though, his um, his funeral. Because it's another... It was just the nice little cherry on top of an, a, an interesting man. Mm-hmm. He had a full... And this is quoted as saying... 100 Masonic... And again, quoted as... Knights... Huh. Following his casket. And these knights had black... Full black robes on... And this also nicely quotes as black robes and cowl. And they were 100% cotton. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he was draped in the white regalia of the Rose Croix. So the Rosicrucians? Or did I just bring something up? I think he he just brought something up. I think he just pulled something out that I didn't even catch. He's in deep. <laughs> he is in deep. Well, the order of the Solar Temple will be coming in next. And be- but now, again, remember how far all of these organizations and things have fallen. Because um, this is happening right in like downtown Nashville, too. And yeah. it's happening at midnight. At midnight. His funeral procession is happening. His at funeral mi- is at midnight. Well, I guess it fits him for his personality, yeah. They took him to McKendry Church. And uh, six Masonic knights in robes carried lighted tapers. Now, again, how far they fallen? Because this is all, like, very extravagant. And if this happened in modern today, people would be, like, literally having a heart attack outside watching this happen. Like, imagine this just walking down the street at midnight. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Today, I would have no idea what's happening. I mean, it looks like a straight-up satanic ritual in a horror movie. It really does. This right here is the scariest thing from this story. This funeral. <laughs> but you know they fall because just look at their website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had to get... Yeah. Just look at their website. They couldn't even afford Squarespace. They got like... <laughs> yeah, just look at their website. And, and I hate to bring it up again. Uh, I hate to keep bringing up like past topics that we've done, but the Rosicrucians, they had uh, full-on just little newspaper ads in William Dudley Pelly's uh, newspaper. Yep. So, yeah. Anyways, times be a changing. Four mailed knights. They're in chain mail. The <laughs> 1900s. They are mailed. I don't know. Those people carrying swords in the Civil With, War. So they have drawn swords. These knights do. Oh my god! They preceded the coffin only by three candelabra of three candles. Each on the altar was lighted. <laughs> I don't know why that is. And then they completed the ritual. And it was said um, by different sources, uh, nobody was, nobody that reported in the newspaper, because this was like a newspaper worthy, you know, story. Uh He was like a celebrity, really. 
nobody was allowed in. None of the reporters were allowed into the funeral. So they could only observe from the outside. They could see the procession. And then people heard a lot of what they described as like hoots and hollers and trumpets being blared <laughs> and uh, just all sorts of commotion coming from inside that church. So it's just a bunch of speculation then. Oh, yeah. Now, Sue Allen. Again, I said she lived about 20 years after his death. She, though, uh, couldn't stand to be in that house anymore without Ben Allen. Mm-hmm. It's too much for her. So she moved to a, she had a whole house built in a place that was um, 25, t- sorry, 25th Avenue North. It's on the southeast edge of Centennial Park. Centennial Park is where the um, Parthenon is. I'm very familiar with this area. Yeah, they're currently... Where her house was is uh, now a funeral home. Okay. Her new house. The one that wasn't the one I sent you it is now a funeral home. Well, that's uh, a fitting. And it has been a funeral home for years. It is actually also a Nashville staple at this point. It's right on the corner of Centennial Park. It's the only building that has like kind of almost in the park. Yeah, so that's kind of the legacy, I guess, of Ben Allen, of the Allens is they've left behind that because, like I said, the other one, their other house is now a parking lot to the U.S. Cre- Community Credit Union, I think. Because this is all, like, downtown, too. Like, Oh, completely. Yeah. Downtown. This is downtown. Yeah, this is very much. And the Willipus Wallopus, I have to bring up, because I think the thing is, could be the Willipus Wallopus. Or... I think that the Willipus Wallopus could have been summoned if he's not... Are the Wampus Cats in general summoned? Are they demons? So you're saying ben, ben Allen accidentally summoned the Willipus Wallopus and then never got rid of it and it just stuck around. I like that better. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it accidentally unlocked the, the, le- the power of the ley line mm-hmm. of the Louisville National Railroad. Yep. And yep, that's what I think happened. Yep, that's my official theory. I like that. Now, next time that we do this, um, I'll already tell you what we're going to talk about. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about, and I'll just a little sneak peek for the audience, too, um, because I said, you know, it has something to do with this. Uh, we're going to talk about the White Screamer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which uh, I may have heard, actually, the other night. I'll save that for the episode, but um, I have some audio that's very intriguing. But yeah, that brings us to the end uh, here of this this little tale of a Nashville creeper the thing whether it's real or not people still uh, claim to see you know the thing lurking around now it just uh, haunts a park i mean i wouldn't want to go to that parking lot late at night you just feel something grab right because it is kind of on the back side of a lot of things too it's mm-hmm. not like the nice part of downtown exactly like it's not like bad but i mean you know, it's right it's there on the track so it's like it would be scary at night if you know the story of the thing if you don't know the story of the thing you probably just like it's another parking lot but if you know the thing is possibly lurking and could grab your leg or untie your shoes, it's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody, have a, a lovely time. Uh, enjoy your friends and family. Don't hold too many seances. Yeah, like one a week at most, not three a week. That seems a little... Yeah, two to three times is a little... And exciting. maybe leave a light on somewhere inside the room, not out in the hallway. Right. Yes, in the room. And whatever you do, don't get a brain fever. Whatever he did, don't do that. Yeah, make sure your drugs are regulated. Don't get stuff that just comes... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to leave it on. Peace, y'all. Love you, everybody. <laughs>